This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 58. The all-or-nothing approach has failed miserably by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Health Daily, the podcast that brings you the best content in health, fitness, and nutrition five days a week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Dr. Neil Malik. Hello, friend, and welcome to Optimal Health Daily. I'm Dr. Neil Malik, your narrator of blogs covering health and fitness. I read to you from many of the most popular blogs out there, with author permission, of course. And if there are any blogs you'd love to hear on the show, you can suggest them on our site, oldpodcast.com. Definitely let us know, and we'll reach out to the authors ourselves to see if we can get permission. And if you didn't know already, there are two other podcasts where we read you blogs, Optimal Living Daily and Optimal Finance Daily. So if you like the premise of this show, definitely check those out too. You can subscribe to both in the same place you're hearing this show. Just search for Optimal Living Daily and you'll see them. Now this week, I'm really nerding it out. I've got a new superhero shirt on. I've got my Man of Steel shirt I'm sporting today. And tomorrow, to even it out, I'll probably wear a different Marvel shirt. All right, here's today's inspiring quote. Even if you're on the right track, you'll get run over if you just sit there. Will Rogers. All right, let's get this going and start optimizing your life. The All or Nothing Approach Has Failed Miserably by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. Another myth that's detrimental to health and fitness is the quote, all or nothing mentality. You have to go all in if you want to achieve great results. You do everything correctly or you might as well not even try. You either stay on that diet and make sure every meal is perfect, or you screwed up because you ate a cupcake and go back to previous habits. All or nothing. There are limitless examples of the failure of the all or nothing approach. Remember the teacher who lost 56 pounds eating nothing but McDonald's for six months? During this experiment, guided by a few basic rules, for example, limit calories to 2,000 per day, track 15 nutrients to meet the standards of the FDA, he managed to lose 56 pounds while lowering his cholesterol and triglycerides from 249 to 170 and 156 to 80, respectively. Despite the fact that this man's health was improved from this experiment, and no, he didn't do it to proclaim eating fast food for every meal is ideal or recommended, many stood up and shouted, this is wrong. And can you imagine the results he would have achieved if he ate real unprocessed food instead? These are the chants of the all or nothing crowd. They wanted this man to do things, quote, the right way and eat nothing but lean meats and veggies for every meal. He wasn't going all in by their standards, so his effort wasn't good enough. You cannot deny that this man is better off as a result of his experiment. He developed a fitness regimen during the experiment and maintained it after. He progressed from simply walking to engaging in more vigorous physical activity, and even adopted better eating habits like including more vegetables in his diet. This all-or-nothing approach that many demanded he take, quote, Don't eat McDonald's, eat real food, otherwise this entire thing is pointless. It's part of the mind-boggling bullshit of health and fitness. Want more examples? I've got plenty. I'll bet you can attest to the failure of the all-or-nothing approach. When was the last time you tried a diet or even a detox or cleanse? Did you start that new diet thinking, I'm gonna do it this time and follow this thing perfectly? For a few days or maybe even a week, you followed the rules without deviation. But then it was someone's birthday or a special occasion, a holiday, or your work catered lunch at the office, and you ate something you, quote, weren't supposed to because it was off limits from your diet. I screwed up. 
was likely the thought you had because you broke the rules of your diet. That one, quote, bad meal then turned into an entire day of bad eating because you rationalized that you already screwed up and ruined the day. So what difference does it make if you continue making bad choices? You'll start over again tomorrow. And the vicious cycle continues. You start back with determination, but inevitably, something again will derail your efforts. It's either all or nothing. You follow the diet perfectly or you abandon it. Too often people fail when they embrace the all-or-nothing approach with nutrition and working out. Or rather, the all-or-nothing approach has failed them. Look to the New Year's resolution crowd to echo the truth of the failure from an all-or-nothing mindset. Most people radically change their eating and workout habits on January 1st. They completely change how they eat and they say they're going to work out five days per week. From couch potato to, quote, I'm going to look like her in the shortest time possible is the goal and the all-or-nothing approach is the golden ticket. You know what happens. Toward the end of January and into February, the crowd has progressively dwindled. They were all in in the beginning, but because they likely screwed up a few times, they were back to nothing. It was too difficult. It was unrealistic. They gave up. Again. Apparently, they could not go all in. For most people, the all-or-nothing approach doesn't work. If while listening to this information, you nodded in agreement because that reality is all too familiar, then avoid the all-or-nothing mentality and adopt an approach that, you know, will actually work so you can achieve and maintain great results. Why is the all-or-nothing approach failing so miserably? Because life happens. You get sick and have to miss a week of workouts. An unforeseen event happens, like a family member gets sick. Work priority demands more time. Your kid has a tournament out of town, etc. You just want to eat a damn cookie and not feel bad about it. Or your work schedule changes and you're left with less time to work out during your lunch break. Or you get injured. You must have flexibility with your health and fitness regimen. So when those events happen, you can adapt. That's something the all-or-nothing approach doesn't allow. If you want to achieve and maintain results, you must be able to adapt to the situation or new circumstances. Health and fitness, after all, needs to be a lifelong journey, not a quick-fix solution for looking good in a swimsuit. For that to happen, what you do must fit into your life and not demand you revolve your life around it. The all-or-nothing approach has failed too many times for too many people to be considered the go-to option. Focus instead on doing the right things as often as possible and adapt when you have to instead of giving up completely. Stick to the proven basics of nutrition and strength training. They allow for flexibility, reduce unnecessary stress caused by rigid diets and programs, and are sustainable. You just listened to the post titled The All or Nothing Approach Has Failed Miserably by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. When I first read this post, I was like, Keep preaching, girl, because this was gold. This advice is perfect. If you recall, a few weeks back, my cat bit me and caused a systemic infection in my body. So I was on antibiotics for a solid week and I felt pretty ill on those things. What ended up happening was I missed a full two weeks of working out in the gym. And for me, that is a long, long time. It felt like forever. So when I got back in the gym, which took a lot of motivation, it wasn't easy. I was exhausted just doing the warm-up. If I had followed this all-or-nothing approach, I would have given up right then and there. But I had to remember, look, you've been sick. Give yourself some time. You're going to be back to normal. Just a little bit at a time will be okay. As long as you're moving in the right direction, it'll come back. So I've definitely experienced this myself. And that's why this post hit home with me. 
Just a little reminder, if you like this show, you'll definitely love the other two podcasts in our family. And literally, it's a family. My brother actually hosts Optimal Living Daily. And then we also have Optimal Finance Daily. They're similar in that they read to you from popular blogs, but Optimal Living Daily focuses on habit building, productivity, minimalism, and personal development. Optimal Finance Daily covers personal finance blogs. We'd love it if you show some support to those shows too. You can simply search for them in the same place you're hearing this podcast. I'll be back tomorrow with a post from Zen Habits, so I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift, as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us, and remember, your optimal life awaits.